When I talk to women about nutrition, one of the issues that comes up every single time is sugar. Sugar is addictive. It's added to pretty much every processed food under the sun, even the savory ones. And it's not your fault. You can't stop eating it. Every time you put it in your mouth, it activates the same parts of your brain that drugs do. So it's no wonder you're having trouble just setting down the cookie, right? And this time of year, sugar is everywhere. So if you try telling yourself you can never have it again, or you just want to quit it, it's probably going to be the first thing you think about when you wake up in the morning. So listen up, because today I'm going to teach you the smart way to kick sugar to the curb and take your control back. Let's go. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast. I'm Jenny Laurie Hope, your life and health coach. Getting Unstuck is an empowering podcast for women who are looking for a biblical perspective on their life and health challenges. You can expect to hear practical tips for living a healthy and productive life, faith-based wisdom to help you reduce anxiety and overwhelm, and simple ways to reconnect with God and find true wholeness. Happy Tuesday, friends. I wanted to do an episode on sugar in this sort of series of holiday topics I'm covering in December because we are just surrounded by sugar right now. The treats and special drinks and all the baking, it's basically impossible to avoid it. Our family has multiple traditions that are full of sugar. <laughs> we get glass bottle Cokes for kind of the whole month. We, it starts with decorating the tree. That's when we have our first bottled Coke is when we decorate our tree and we refer to them as our Christmas Cokes. And it's really fun. It's fun to open an old fashioned bottle and Coke tastes better out of a glass bottle. I am not really a fan of soda. I almost never drink soda, but I will take a few sips out of a bottle when it's cold and crisp and all of that. We make chocolate chip cookies all month long. It's just fun. And on Christmas morning, I make beignets from scratch. If you've ever been to Cafe du Monde in New Orleans, we love beignets. So I make the dough, it, you know, wait for it to rise, cut it into pieces, fry it in the oil, and then guess what? Pour mounds of pure powdered sugar on top. It is beautiful. It looks like snow. It is a gorgeous thing to make. But it's, it's so much sugar, right? So pretty, but it's just, it's a ridiculous treat. So I'm not the health coach that is going to tell you that sugar is of the devil. You should avoid it at all costs for your entire life. I'm not going to tell you that, but I do want to set you up for success because sugar is no joke and it really can throw a wrench into your plans, into your quest for this healthy life. If you're trying to lose weight, if you're just trying to be healthy in general, we don't want you addicted to sugar. What does God say about it? 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So there's multiple things here. First part no temptation is overtaking you except what is common to mankind, meaning you are not alone. You are not the only person this has ever happened to. I don't want you to feel like, poor me, poor me. I've got this horrible thing. It's worse for me than other people. It's not. There are lots of women. Like I said, basically everyone I ever talk to about who comes to me for health coaching has a struggle with sugar. It's not just you. But what's next? God is faithful. 
he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. So he will let you be tempted. We're all going to be tempted by various things in life. If sugar's not a problem for you, something else is. We've all got problems with temptation. He will not let you be tempted though beyond what you can bear. So it's not going to be something you, you do not have power against. I don't want you feeling powerless and I don't want you feeling alone. What's next? But when you are tempted, so he's assuming it's going to happen. <laughs> when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So there is always a way out. So let's capture that again. You're not alone. God is not going to let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. And there is a way out. God's here to help you. Proverbs 25, 28 tells us a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. That's kind of a, a scary image. If a city doesn't have walls, they ha- it has no protection. It's been broken into. It's been, it's, it's been kind of torn down. So we, we want to use that self-control. Self-control is a fruit of the spirit, meaning if you are a born again believer, you have it. You have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. You have it. You have it. You're just, you haven't been using it. Hebrews 5, 13 and 14, for everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe, but solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Let's break that down. This is talking about spiritual maturity. If you're a baby Christian, if you have not trained yourself in these spiritual matters, you are just still drinking milk. You can't handle food. The other King James calls it strong meat. Strong meat is for those who by reason of use have their senses exercised. You have practiced. You've learned to chew. You've learned to swallow. You've learned to digest. Like this is a process of spiritual maturity. So I'm not trying to make you feel condemned. Don't feel bad if you are like, dang it, I think I'm a spiritual baby. That's okay. I was a spiritual baby for a very long time. I was baptized when I was nine. I did not start practicing all of this stuff in earnest until I was about 35 and had everything crash down on me. So please give yourself a break. Just start now. If you're struggling with self-control, that is something you can mature in. That is an area where you can grow. Hooray, congratulations. This is where you need to grow. So let's talk about how to approach sugar addiction the smart way. Because while you are building up this self-control muscle, you want to make it easier on yourself. You don't want to set yourself up to fail. So how do we do this? You go on the offense. So stop trying to play defense all the time of like, Oh, I'm just fighting this off and I'm fighting this off and I'm fighting this off. How about we go on the offense and take that position? So here's five ways to do that. Number one, eat enough carbs in your meals. Carbs have gotten such a bad rap and women are afraid of them. And they think that, oh, the carbs are what's going to make me fat. Look, you've got to have some energy in your meals. (laughs) So don't Don't skimp here and have barely any carbs. Your body needs some glucose. Your body needs some energy. When you give it enough carbs to have energy and feel full, and I'm talking about healthy carbs here, (laughs) 
<laughs> health, let me caveat of like a potato, some rice, sweet potato. That would be the best choices, right? Like there's, there's good or there's good or, oh my gosh, there's good different levels of carbs, right? But eat enough healthy carbs to have energy and feel full and satisfied. You are going to have a lot better shot at turning down that cookie. Number two, eat satisfying meals. So on the same kind of vein here, don't try to have plain, bland, baked chicken and steamed veggies and rice and something that to you is just so blah. I mean, to most people, to me, that sounds super blah. You are going to feel deprived all the time if you eat like that. You need to add things that are flavorful and fun. Think spices and sauces. I love things like olives and feta cheese and goat cheese and nuts and banana peppers and spicy things, jalapenos, change up the texture, add some crunch, add some creamy texture, chewy. You hear what I'm saying? One of my favorite snacks right now is a rice cake with a nice smear of goat cheese on top and then pecans and a little bit of fig jam or some dried apricots or dried cranberries. It is so satisfying. It's crunchy. It's a little sweet. It's a little savory. It's a little creamy. And when, when I eat something like that, I'm not going, oh, I wish I had, you know, a Kit Kat right now. I'm really satisfied with that snack. And it has some protein and it has some fiber and it has actual nutrients that are going to nourish my body. When you do this, you will be enjoying everything you're eating so much more. And then you're less inclined to feel the need to just have something extra afterwards because you have restricted yourself. Number three, get used to throwing things away. So many women have a hang up with this. You baked cookies. Awesome. Wasn't that fun? That was great. You don't have to keep them all. <laughs> Give them away or throw them away. They did their job. They provided joy. It was a fun activity. It smells amazing in your house. You don't now need five dozen of them laying around to torture you for the next month. This goes for leftovers from any holiday. You are not obligated to keep them in your house. This goes for gifts, teacher treats. I'm giving you permission to toss anything that is hindering you. Hebrews 12, throw off the sin that so easily entangles us. Throw it off. Throw it away. It's sugar and butter and flour, y'all. It's cheap. It's readily available anytime you want more. <laughs> this is not a situation where this is never available again. This is not eat now or forever hold your peace, right? Satan will rush you. He will pressure you. He will make you think it's now or never. You better do it now. Holidays only come once. This, does this soundtrack sound familiar? You have got to take control and be like, hey, this is literally $2 worth of ingredients. I'm going to throw it away so it stops bothering me. The end. Number four, visualize what success looks like. So if you have a situation that you know has gone a certain way in the past and you want it to go differently, I want you to literally take two minutes to close your eyes and see it. See it in your imagination. We do not use our imaginations for positive things. You know you're doing it all the time for negative you are constantly imagining worst case scenarios. You don't realize it, but you are. <laughs> we are so good at that. We are not good at visualizing the best outcome, visualizing a fantastic thing, visualizing going to that party, having 
one small dessert and sitting and chatting. I literally want you to envision what you want to happen. Number five, pray for strength on the daily. If this is something with deep roots in your life that you have been battling for a long time, it's not just a physical battle. It's a spiritual battle and you need to armor up. Second Corinthians 10, four, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. This is a stronghold for some of y'all. It's a spiritual battle. You need frequent communication with God. You need to tune into the Holy Spirit. You need to listen. It's the job of the Holy Spirit to empower you. So you need to get this posture of expectancy, a posture of fighting a battle. You need to get stirred up. You cannot just kind of relax and assume that it's just going to click or give up because physically it's difficult. It is a spiritual battle in addition to a physical one. This is exactly what I help women with in my coaching. If you need someone to fight alongside you, I'm here for it. I pray with all of my clients. We speak to these problems. We tell them about Jesus. We rebuke the spirit of addiction. We ask in faith, knowing that God wants to be with us and fight this with us. I help women get practical and spiritual. So we talk about the nuts and bolts of what you're eating, how you're moving your body, how you're dealing with stress and anxiety and work-life balance and sleep and all of those things, because those are all things that affect your health. And then we come at all of that through the lens of the Bible, which has answers for literally everything in your life. And I didn't understand that or believe that for so many years to my own detriment. (laughs) It's the guidebook. The Bible is the ultimate guidebook for life. And I help women use it that way. So if you're on the struggle bus right now, When it comes to sugar and food and getting your health in order and you need that kind of support, I'm taking applications right now for three free calls in January. So you can apply at JennyLaurie.com backslash health coaching, all all one word, health coaching altogether, JennyLaurie.com backslash health coaching. You can apply now. I'm looking over all the applications for the rest of this month and I'll be selecting three women to get free coaching in January. So it costs you nothing. Go apply. And I'm just going to close you with a prayer. Father God, I pray over every woman listening to this right now who is struggling with sugar. God, we know you're with us. We know you want us to succeed in this area. I just pray for strength. I pray for self-control. I pray that they would exercise that self-control, that they would believe that they have it and they would use it in the name of Jesus. We thank you for prayer. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. I just pray blessing over all the women within the sound of my voice that they would have a blessed holiday season and enjoy their family and enjoy their food. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. See y'all next week. If this episode helped you in some way, it would mean the world to me if you would text it to a friend or share it with another mom who needs a breakthrough. And it would be a huge blessing to me if you could rate or review the podcast. That is how the word gets out, how more moms find me, and how we can all share a little bit more of God's word with those who need it. Thank you. Did you like the show? Did you learn something? If you enjoyed this episode, it would be awesome if you could leave our mom a review. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.